The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about understanding the point of diminishing returns between your paid and organic search campaigns. Joining us is Doug Bell, who is the CMO of Search Metrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. Yesterday, Doug and I talked about the ways that you can balance your paid and organic search campaigns. And today we're going to continue the conversation, trying to help you find your point of diminishing search returns. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the second part of my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Searchmetrics. Doug, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Howdy, Ben. Always a pleasure to reconnect. Yesterday, we talked about how to use PPC and SEO together in Harmony and really what the balancing between those two marketing channels are. Today, I want to talk about finding the point of diminishing returns. When you're starting to think about, first and foremost, your digital foundation, right? Where you should be investing. I think there's an important aspect to think about, which is, should I be building the foundation, creating content that's going to continue to get more valuable? Or do I need to be spending my budget on something that's going to show an immediate return Talk to me about how you think about building your digital foundation. I think a good place to start is maybe defining what a digital foundation is. And in this case, what I would describe it as is the collection of your paid search, paid social, organic search, your website and your website properties and your email activities, right? That's what I would define as that broader foundation. Then I would take a look and say, okay, what's the difference between a fundamental thing, in other words, you know, the basics versus being creative in the moment? 
So fundamentals for us really are what I'll call your tech SEO, but let's define that a bit more narrowly, which is your site performance. Does it load quickly? Does it load quickly on desktop and mobile? Is it well-linked? Do you have high-performing content on the site? And then if you're getting into these creative aspects, we talked a bit about this yesterday, which is how, how are you grabbing additional market share by using paid to kind of to lead and then using organic to sort of trail? And so when we talk about that foundation, really what we're talking about is everything you're doing online plus email to try and drive new traffic. Okay, so once you understand what your foundation is, and, and I think that this is an exercise that a lot of marketing executives are going through is figuring out how to balance, what to cut. You know, I understand what my foundation is. I feel like we have some development to do on our website and we've got uh, you know a certain balance of content versus paid. How do you figure out where you should be cutting, where you should be investing? What do you do with your digital investments? Yeah, so... A lot of stuff isn't working right now, Ben, right? I think we understand the broader picture, which is a lot of activity around the bottom of funnel for B2B marketers is seizing up and it's seizing up because people have a real hesitation to buy. And so there's a bit of a distorted picture right now and it's distorted both in the negative and in the positive. And so if you're looking right now at where do I invest and where do I cut, I think what I would look at very, very strongly is how are your fundamentals? And so good examples, as I mentioned just a moment ago, fundamentals really are site performance, site design, internal linking, and content. But I would also say that if we look at this definition I gave a bit earlier of what a digital foundation is, part of the reason that I'm really emphasizing having people look at the fundamentals is it's the rising tide that lifts all boats. And so a great example is if you are focused on site performance, and I think it's an incredibly good thing to be focused on right now, And so you're looking to reduce the time to say first relevant paint or just first paint. And you can get that into an area. And many of us have these sites with thousands of links that are very difficult to load. Think about it just simply from a user experience standpoint. If you can work on that and get that site to perform better and be faster, you're going to also improve your paid efforts, right? So you're going to find that the ability to serve ads is going to be quicker. And the experience that people are having when they come to your site or to that ad is going to be better. So when you start thinking about balancing your digital investments, part of it is looking at the infrastructure. And I think of this more as at a campaign level where I'm saying, I have a dollar, do I put it into creating content or should I be focusing on buying a dollar's worth of advertising? How do you prioritize paid versus organic? Okay. Surge with paid, trail with content. And so it's a bit of an overly simplistic answer, Ben. So... The way that we tend to look at this is to say, what are the set of keywords or what is the keyword with the highest potential traffic index as an example? And what is it going to cost me to grab that territory, if you will? That's the starting point, right? And then what is my time to value from the point I create content to the point that it's going to catch up to those paid ads? And that's usually how I'm looking at things. So that's the idea of searching and then trailing with content. But what I would say is you're giving me a bit of a binary choice, right? Let's say that I don't have that budget always invest in the content first. And just a wee bit of research really goes a long way. So you're understanding what part of the funnel you're trying to grab. Is it top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel? In other words, the research, the investigation, or the purchasing stage. And then go to Google and see what people are searching on. You can use a tool like ours. There's lots of other tools that will give you insights that content experience from search metrics is a great example of a tool that really does a great job of telling you exactly what topics people are entertaining and what questions they're asking around a topic. It's 
always worth the time to invest because at the end of the day, that content, when it ranks, and it will eventually rank if it's well done and placed again on a site that is high-performing and beautifully designed, that's the gift that keeps on giving. And we talked yesterday about your ability to get to that top five. Once you're there, it's really hard to get unseated from the top five. Now, we certainly had a, an update recently that changed a lot of things for a lot of people. This is the core update that came out a week and a half ago. So there are episodes where you can get knocked out. But for the most part, once you're there, you're there. Whereas when you're operating with paid, you're there as long as you continue to have a credit card behind the ad. Doug, you know, you, you said that you, you should always start on paid. And hey, that makes a lot of sense. This is an SEO-related podcast. I have to push back a little bit, though. You know, I think that there's some context that's important here with what are you trying to accomplish from a marketing perspective. If you're looking at driving short-term revenue, right, focusing on paid as a boost for your performance is something that's faster to maturity as opposed to investing in content. I think what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is if you're thinking about building for the long-term, focus on content as opposed to building your performance marketing capabilities. That's correct. That's exactly right, Ben. But I would also say that it's there is the luxury that most marketers do not have, which is time, right? And so that revenue curve that is always pressing on us and our ability to generate interest for our brands or ability to generate leads for those of us in the B2B marketing space really does demand. So I would push back and say that the hard-earned territory you have gained through content and through organic and through SEO is area that should be protected. But at the end of the day, your ability to grow, in other words, to surge, quite often has to be led by paid, simply because there can be, again, with high potential content, you've got the opportunity to move up the page, certainly. But for the most part, if you need that space and need to grow now, you don't have the choice to wait for the content to rank. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. One of the things that I see happening now is that marketers are starting to panic, right? The COVID-19, the coronavirus crisis is happening and all of a sudden performance marketing budgets are being just crushed. They're being pulled. What as marketers can we do to avoid panicking during this crisis, just stopping marketing altogether, and to make sure that when the cloud lifts, 
we are all coming out stronger. How do you rebalance your marketing portfolio in a time where your performance marketing budgets are slashed to make sure that you're creating value? Yeah, it's a really good question, Ben. I think we're all figuring out the formula as we go. But I would also say that the generation of non-data-focused CMOs is long gone, right? We're all data-focused as marketers. And I say that because it's fairly rare that a CMO doesn't have a very strong understanding of their funnel, what's performing and where, right? And so what some part of your funnel is currently disrupted, you know that, right? And so my strong advice is to find the portion of the funnel that is not disrupted. And so a good example for B2B marketing is there's a lot of stagnation or the bottom of the funnel is frozen. So let's say your bottom of funnel are sales qualified leads or sales accepted leads. What's probably working for you is the stage above it, right? So whether that's MQIs or MQLs, you're probably seeing decent performance there. And the reason I say that is what we are absolutely seeing across the marketplace is that people have not stopped investigating and they are preparing for the post-COVID future. And what that means is they're self-educating like crazy. And so my advice would be to focus on that metric that you know will ultimately lead to the, the next metric that's going to actually help you perform. So that could be an MQL metric, that could be MQI. It's still performing. People are still out there educating. So hyper-focus on that. The other thing I'd say is there are portions of the funnel that actually are cheaper right now. And a good example also, because there has been a rush out of digital and there's been a big cut really across the board, across a number of categories, a series of cuts rather, top of funnel right now is very cheap. And so your ability to grab brand awareness, and again, I would emphasize using all of that great educational content you've created on your site. Don't wait for people to find that content. Put it out there. Go to LinkedIn, go to Facebook. Please don't use Google for this per se. That's not a very good model for PPC. But take that educational content and educate people. And boy, that's just a really good way to increase your top of funnel awareness. And Ben, you and I have worked together for many years now on project search metrics. And we know that that typically is something that's really hard to grab. Harder sometimes than the bottom of funnel traffic. Unless you make a podcast. (laughs) Unless you make a podcast, exactly. So Doug, as we start thinking about balancing your marketing portfolio and finding the balance between paid and organic now in the time of the coronavirus, what do you think are some of the pitfalls that marketers should avoid? Don't fire your agency. Why? So look, I I know that for some companies, they just don't have a choice, right? So unfortunately, what ends up happening, we know this is marketers there tends to be the short-sighted view on marketing. And it is just our lot. And there are product managers and salespeople and creative people out there complaining about some other thing, right? But for marketers, when things get tough, marketing budgets are cut. It is the reality of life, right? That's understandable. And what we're seeing, unfortunately, is that a lot of companies are moving on from their agencies, whether they're digital agencies or creative. And I got to tell you guys, There's two things that I would point to, three actually, that would tell me that if you are cutting now, you're hosed. Okay. The first is you have an agency for a reason. And that is because they are either able to extend your power or extend your expertise. And by power, I mean your reach, right? Your ability to get into a larger marketplace. And while all these other marketers are cutting, there is this opportunity to get in front of that audience. I just talked about how top of funnel spending right now is down and therefore it's cheap and it's a great time to grab awareness. So what you've effectively done is you've taken this 
opportunity and you've wasted it. But not only that, you've really reduced your power and reach and your expertise. These are bad ideas, right? The other thing is, hey guys, guess what? You're going to have to hire an agency again in the future. You're going to have to. And what you've done is you've built in switching costs that are going to create a much bigger lag than you think. And the third and final thing I would say is when you're looking at your relationships with those vendors, I've kind of talked about what a bad idea this is. Also understand that they would probably be open to a discussion that would say, hey, look, I have a reduction in revenue for the next, let's say, six months. I'm guessing this is how it's going to impact me. Can we work on a new retainer? Or can we work on a different revenue sharing arrangement? Or can we work on fill in the blank? In other words, a way to have them continue to serve you Help give them stock then, right? You know, find ways to keep them involved. Because frankly, at the end of the day, they're there for a reason, right? They're there because they help you extend like that power, that reach, that expertise. And getting rid of them, I think, is just pure folly. The second thing is the minute that you realize, hey, it's time to start spend money on digital again, you're gonna have to go back to that lag, to that ramp, to that switching cost, and you're gonna suffer for it. Yeah, I think you know, I'll use a bad car metaphor here. We can go back and forth between the gas and the brake. You don't want to burn your clutch. And I think that your agency is the tool that you have that allows you to balance and switch between the two and still keep moving quickly. You need to be able to change gears and having the horsepower and resources to be able to do that when you're ready to just slam down on the throttle and you know keep going. You need to be able to quickly and efficiently be able to pull that lever. And that's really what your agency is there for. Negotiate with your agency, work with them, don't fire them out of hand. I think that's good advice as well. Doug, I appreciate you uh, walking us through your tips on how to understand the point of diminishing returns between paid and organic search. Hey, I enjoyed it as always, Ben. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Market Advocate, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs, because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. You can also apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, or you can reach out to me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.